Hey, Boring Business Owners, and welcome to episode 51 of the Marketing for Your Boring Business podcast. You know, we spend a lot of time online, on our phones, in front of our computers, in front of TV, on all of the technology, and it can be really draining. And I know that you guys who are listening to this show, we talk a lot about things that you have to do online, and it's a little draining and can be really overwhelming. So how exactly do you deal with the fatigue of being online and having to deal with the internet all the time? Well, today we're going to be talking with Melissa, and Melissa frees hamsters from their wheels. She helps service-based business owners streamline their client processes so they can have more time and can actually work on their businesses, not just in their businesses. That sounds really familiar, doesn't it? She is also the mom of a four-year-old and a two-year-old, and she loves every minute of it. And when she's not organizing someone or wrangling toddlers, you can usually find her digging into personal development books or taking a nap, which I'm sure we all wish that we could do more. So let's dive into this week's marketing buzzword with Ben, and then we're going to dive right into this episode. Hello, boring business owners. Ben Roberts here from the Marketing Buzzword Podcast, here to help you dissect another marketing buzzword. Now, today's buzzword is something that I feel quite strongly about, and it's something called personal branding. Now, this is something you're hearing everyone talk about at the moment, and it's a term that people know is important but aren't quite sure what it is and what it really means. But to really break it down in its simplest form, uh, personal branding essentially is the way you walk, the way you talk, the way you act, the way you smell, the way you dress. Essentially, it's absolutely everything about you that you can control yourself. It's about how people perceive you and how people judge you. Now, it's not necessarily always accurate. This is one of the things. Personal branding is perception-based. So it depends on whether people see someone walking around in Hugo Boss all the time, whether they see them as being highly successful, or whether they see them as maybe being slightly arrogant, as an example. The way that personal branding is, is you, the way that you control things to help people perceive you in a certain way. Do they perceive you as a hard worker, someone who's reliable? When you create your content and you're trying to build trust in your brand, are you someone that they can rely on? Are you someone who can build trust? Are you providing value? Are you giving information that is factually correct? Personal branding means that you're delivering something and that people can recognise you for that. So for me, I'm currently writing my book, Marketing Buzzword to Marketing Authority. And we're looking at sort of how you can use those personal brands and how you can stand for something. As a personal brand, what do people know you for? That is essentially all it is, is everything about you that you control and what people know you for, what you stand for. It's not something that you can necessarily control the final outcome of personal branding, but you can control all the steps up there, which means actually it should lead to that initial outcome. Ultimately, it all comes down to value perception. So personal branding is incredibly important and you need to understand it if you want to create those lasting impressions of people. But ultimately, the final bit is sort of a little bit out of your control because it all comes down to the people that you're trying to affect at the end of the day. 
Thank you very much for listening. I'll be back next week to help you dissect another marketing buzzword. Goodbye. As always, thank you for such a great buzzword, Ben. And let's dive into the talk with Melissa. Welcome to the show, Melissa. I'm so excited to have you here and to help our listeners with that like online marketing, like stress and fatigue. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about like your experience with helping businesses, just so we can kind of get like some groundwork on why you are the bomb diggity for this specific topic. Sure. Well, I actually worked in advertising agencies for just over 10 years. That's actually what I went to school for and what my career I thought was going to be for forever. And uh, a couple years ago, I resigned my position at the agency planning to have a social media consultant business. And I did that for a brief period of time. But what I started to notice is as I was working with small business owners, they were struggling not, not only with maintaining social media and visibility, but also with exactly what you talked about, like this marketing fatigue, like just keeping up with it. How do I know when to post? How often? How can I keep Welcome all of this running while I'm actually boring business running presented a business by all in one social media when marketing well. professionals and industry so leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered news feed join us each week to learn more about social media online marketing trending topics and tips to grow your online marketing efforts um, and, and just creating now, a system host, so Desiree that Martinez. it was streamlined it could get automated and it wasn't eating up so much time and I found that I really enjoyed it and I liked it a lot and I was continuing to see a need for it And I decided to really shift gears almost a year ago and have that become the sole focus of my business. Wonderful. So what do you think business owners like about marketing? Um, not much. (laughs) (laughs) That's that guys. We're done. (laughs) Um, no, I mean, I think you know, marketing is always tricky for people. I think online marketing is was a, a huge shift in general for marketing and advertising because it felt a lot less, you know, just play with it and see what happens and throw it out there and wait for your four months to see what type of feedback you got. And so now with online marketing in particular, there are just so many brilliant ways to track and collect data and retarget and just make your advertising and marketing dollars go farther than they were ever, ever able to go before. And I think I know, actually, I don't think I know I saw this when I worked in the agency model, more and more business owners just gravitating toward that online type of marketing, because finally, they could start to see clear data on what their marketing dollars were doing for them. And I really enjoy that. And I think that's a piece that a lot of business owners like, but then that's where it can kind of get overwhelming is you have all of this data, or you know, you have access to this data or can find this data, but then how do you have time to go and get it? Who is going to look at it? Who can monitor it? What do you do with it? And I think that's where some of that overwhelm starts to come in. So what do you think it is that business owners hate about marketing? Well, I think because it can feel, it's not that instant gratification, you know, like you don't put the Facebook post up or do the Facebook live and necessarily immediately see someone walk in the door or call your phone you know, even with the fact that we have all of this data, it still takes time to review the data and refine it and move forward with it much better than it was years ago. But I think for sure that's a source of frustration. And then also, 
you know, maybe some inexperience, like they want to do what they love doing, you know, and for people like us, the marketing is what we love doing, (laughs) right? But for a lot of business owners, that's not what they love doing. They know it's something they have to do, but they want to minimize the amount of time they have to spend doing it. Yeah, I feel like I run into the issue where business owners just, they want to just work on their business. Like, let me just do what I'm good at. Like, let me go work on people's teeth. Let me go adjust people's back. I feel like specifically too, with like our boring business owner listeners, they're very like hands on in their business. Like they're the ones making things and doing stuff. And so for them to just like stop what they're doing, the thing that's like paying their bills and giving them their living and livelihood and all stuff just to like record a Facebook video or say something or whatever, just like really it's just like, no, it's no, it's not going to be a thing. And, you know, of course you and I are like, oh, we'll just have some person do it for you. Or like, well, why don't you just pay me to follow you around for a little while? I feel like they just get wrapped up in this like, oh, but I got to work. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I totally see that too. I absolutely agree. And then it always ends up an afterthought and something you're just forgetting to do. And just like this task that needs to get done versus something that can move your business forward. Yeah. And I feel like when it comes to like with the marketing fatigue, I feel like it's also just like work fatigue almost where it's just like, I've got so much going on with my work. This marketing piece is just like so overwhelming and so out of my wheelhouse. I just ignore it. Oh yeah, for sure. So, so what, how would you describe like that online marketing fatigue, that, that stress, that frustration, like how, like, what are the signs? Like, what are the warning signs? Like, if we're like a, an advertisement for like, do you suffer from <laughs> massive headaches and hating being on Facebook? Like, what what, do, what are the symptoms of this? I think for sure the symptoms are that it always feels like it's getting done last minute. It always feels like a burden. It always feels like, you know, when was the last time I posted on my Facebook page? If you're having those feelings on like, why am I doing this? What good is this? What is this for? Then odds are it's, it's that afterthought. It's just the thing you don't want to do that you feel like you have to go and do. And that's when it's not working for you in the way it could and should be. And then you do start to feel those frustrations of like, why am I even bothering with this? Right. I think even to pair that too, I think you have like literally the exact opposite spectrum where it's like, there's so much coming at you, mm-hmm. so many different like gurus coming mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, you gotta, you've gotta do this and you've gotta do this and you've gotta do this. And you're like, ah, and you just like, I'm going to go hide on my roof right now, you know, mm-hmm. and, fix, and fix it while I'm up there. And so it's just, I, 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 as a marketer, I suffer from that myself because sure when you're in this marketing space, you just see so much cool marketing. Mm-hmm. So many people that are doing like, Oh, that that's the, that's the ticket. That's what I need to be doing right now. I need to have a live show. You know what? No, I need to be doing daily vlogs or no, no, I got to have a podcast or no, no, no. I've got to, I don't, you know, there's so many things. And so like we get wrapped up in it cause we see it so much. Mm-hmm. So I, and, and this is what we do all day. So I can only imagine how like, overwhelming it has to be for people who would just like work all day and then they're like oh look at all these Facebook ads and posts and people I meet networking they're telling me to do these eight million things like when am I supposed to actually do my job for sure and then I think also you start to feel that compulsion of it's it's not good enough or it's not perfect enough you know you look at these Instagram feeds that are filled with 
Photoshop photos and YouTube videos that have all the fly-ins and the extra words and the this. And so I think it can almost be intimidating also, not only from a, you know, a quantity standpoint of, oh, there are all of these options, but also a quality standpoint on, well, gosh, I don't want to go do my little live or run my little Facebook ad because I can't compete because I don't have a designer or an editor or all, all the things, right? Exactly, exactly. So with this sort of stress that this marketing, this online marketing space gives to literally everybody, a small, you know, boring business owners, you are not alone. Trust me, me and Melissa struggle with this with our own stuff all the time. Because <laughs> like that, that's why there was like a, a three or four month hiatus from the podcast because I moved, you know, so it's stressful. So you're not alone. So Melissa, how do we deal with it? How, what, how do we have, how do we deal with this stress? How do we have a plan? How do we overcome this? For sure. The, so I, I always preach this and it's something that is very applicable to any time you're trying to make something simple and that's write it down, right? Like start with the goal. Like what is your goal for your marketing and visibility, right? Because when you have it written down, like what is the goal, then you can start to formulate what is the approach? What are the tactics I'm going to use? And as you kind of move through this process, it, it helps you in a lot of ways. One, when you figure out what's the goal. Well, my goal is to reach this particular type of audience. Well, which social media platform is that particular audience on, right? Yes. So then now this gives you an opportunity to reduce all of the social media and all that overwhelm on, oh my gosh, there's all these different social media platforms and all the things that I can do. Well, let's find the one that's going to be most important for you, right? And then from there, you think about, you know, the couple of tactics that you can do. If if you're not comfortable with video or you don't have the right light or the right whatever, okay, well then just stick to pose, right? You know, and kind of make yourself almost like your your personal like social media manifesto of sorts, right? Like give yourself kind of a few rules and write down like what your real expectation is. And then anytime you start feeling distracted and this kind of kind of shiny bobble of, oh, I should really get Pinterest rolling. You stop and you say, wait, like, let me refer back to this manifesto I put together for myself. Does this fit within the marketing rules I've created for my business right now? If the answer is no, then you like delete, walk away, right? Don't worry about it anymore. But if the answer is yes, then you allow yourself permission to to explore it. And, And the real ticket is, is you stick to it for at least 90 days, if not longer. Okay. That's a good way to, to start. So how can our boring business owners like really know what is the right place for them? Because I think that that's one of the biggest stresses mm-hmm. for these. There's so many things, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, going live, doing YouTube, Mm-hmm. SEO, email marketing. I need to have an online course for my dentist practice to teach people how to clean their own teeth. Like, what? Sure. How do you know where to start, and and how do you know what's the right one to pick? Right, for sure. So obviously that that's a tough question, but I always say kind of start with some of the basics, right? Like if you're not very social media savvy, you're not into a lot of it. Don't think that all of a sudden you're going to dive right into the newest, fanciest social media platform because you're you're probably going to find yourself overwhelmed. There's going to be a lot of changes going on in that space. 
So for someone who is more new to it, I would say, you know, stick with the most basic and the most common, like your Facebook and your Instagram, because we know there's a lot of people there. It's a proven platform for the vast majority of businesses. And there's readily, there's, there's information readily available everywhere. And it's not changing quite as rapidly as maybe some of the other places are. I also recommend business owners start with where they're at, right? Like the social media platforms that they're at. If you are not a Twitter person at all, don't think, don't pick Twitter as like your one, right? Like you're pretty much setting yourself up for failure. Start with the one that you're comfortable with, you're already at, you're already hanging out on. Because in order for it to be successful, you have to be engaged in it. You have to enjoy being there and you have to have a basic understanding of it. And then once you feel like you've gotten a strong handle on one, then go ahead and move to one that maybe feels a little bit more out of your comfort zone. Okay. That seems like some good advice. And, you know, and, and to piggyback off of what you said, like with using Facebook and Instagram, I feel like because those are like a good, like foundation to start with, what's really nice about it is you can start basic and then there's ways to like build upon the complexity and like how deep you can get into the platform. So I feel like that's a great way to build on it. It's almost like math. Like you start with addition and then you can start adding. It just gets more and more complicated next level every like grade or whatever you go up. I feel like that's a great place to start. Definitely for any um, online people who are adventuring into the online space, but only once you have a website, that's the number one rule. Everybody have a website. For sure. For sure. Sorry, I want to circle back. I love that analogy about like the math and like building up on it. Don't try and start doing long division before you've done some addition. Like yes. start with the addition and then there's try a, long division. There's a reason algebra is before calculus. Let me tell you. Reason, a, exactly. my, husband, my husband's an engineer, so <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by All-in-One Social Media. All-in-One started with a mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they're stationed in the world while making fair wages with job flexibility, no matter what military life demands of them. With packages including daily content, custom graphics, targeted Facebook advertising, Instagram marketing, and more. All-in-One Social Media's marketing packages will help you focus on growing your business while they handle your social media. You'll also get unlimited email support as well as feedback on social media marketing ideas that you can implement yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now back to the show. So um, what, what do you think people do when they do hit that point of just like stress and fatigue? And they're just like, I'm out. And, you know, they drop the mic, they walk away, like what do you, what would you say to comfort those people in that situation when they're just like, ugh, I can't handle one more algorithm change. I can't handle one more thing to do. I I'm just, I, I have to focus on the clients I have, the business I have. How do you talk people off of the, the cliff, the marketing cliff where they're like, I'm done. Right. You know, I think it's important to remind yourself when you're feeling in that situation that it's okay like you don't have to do them all. Lots of very successful businesses are not on Pinterest or don't Twitter every day or haven't figured out Instagram, right? Like you don't have to be an expert at all of them. Just start with one and reset your expectation too, right? Like if you were really struggling to get 
content up, you know, twice a week, don't set this, you know, parameter that you've got to post three times a day. Don't make it all or nothing, right? Like work your way up to it. Say, just start posting once a week until you start to get the hang of it. Now post twice a week, three times a week, and just keep building up. Um, And if you are in a position to seek support and outsource it, you know, do that, utilize that. There are plenty of people out there who will give you some guidance, do some consultations, some strategy sessions, um, and, you know, maybe feel you make you feel not so alone in trying to figure it out. Because once you start to get some foundation set, you're just going to feel a lot better about growing from there. Fantastic. And of course, you guys all know that Melissa and I are like down for the outsource life because that is our jam mm-hmm. uh, for sure. And, you know, I don't think that you should feel like you're defeated because you have to outsource something. I just don't feel like you should feel obligated because you were like told you should outsource something. I don't want you guys to feel, you know, anything negatively associated because someone else is handling it for you or like, ugh, something, another bill I have to pay or whatever that may be. It's important for you to run your business while also accomplishing what you need to on the back end. The moment you stop marketing is the moment that you start dying in your business, whatever form of marketing that may be. What if you, if your like entire livelihood is dependent upon B and I do it. But the moment you stop going is when those referrals stop and that business stops and that word of mouth stops. So don't think that because things are busy that you stop marketing. Don't think that because things are, are hard or you're, you don't have time for it, that you stop doing marketing. Like I, when I graduated from college in 2007, it was at the start of the, the recession and everywhere I went, because my, my formal training is an art is a multimedia art. And everywhere I went, people were like, Oh, we're, we're downsizing our, our arts and graphics and marketing departments everywhere. I went studios closed around the country because everyone was in panic mode. And for some reason, everyone's like the moment things get hard, the marketing is the first to go because it's so hard to track. It's so hard to, 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 to know if it's working or doing right, but you know, I can grind all day to try and get something done. And don't do that guys. Don't. <laughs> For sure. And you know, to, to piggyback off of that, some, you know, you mentioned for some reason, it seems like business owners think that they're supposed to know how to be a marketing person and that they're supposed to know how to do all the social media. And you're right that there's some sort of shame maybe in outsourcing this or not being able to do it themselves and or, or maybe discrediting it a bit. But, you know, I couldn't go adjust people. Like I can't give an adjustment or, <laughs> or check your eyes because that's not what I do. And I don't find, I don't think I should be able to do those things, right? And I'm more than happy to go and seek support for that. So I think as a business owner, you need to really remember your zone of genius, remember what it is you love to do. And that's not that you couldn't learn all about marketing and be brilliant at marketing and social media. Anybody can, but that requires time. That requires educating yourself. That requires learning. Time that you just don't want to commit to something like that because that's not where your passion is. Your passion is in what you've decided to do every day, right? So go ahead and let somebody else who this is their passion and they've done all the learning and they love reading about Facebook algorithms and tweaking Facebook posts and tweaking Facebook ads and looking at Instagram. Go ahead and pass that over to someone who loves it and wants to dig into it and research it and learn all about it and finesse it until it works beautifully for your business. You know, it's 
why? Like, why would you put yourself through that when it's not even what you want to do, you know? Exactly. I love what you said. What was it? Um, your genius. Um, zone of genius. Yeah. Your zone of genius. Like that's, that's beautiful. Beautiful, Melissa. Because like I, I, I am absolutely horrific at my books and my taxes. That's why I don't do them. I don't do them, right? There's some people that just like get as excited about accounting and balancing books as I do about creating content and, and putting together content strategies for businesses. So exactly like the whole point of doing all of this is so that you can be more successful doing what you do. And there's all these other things that have to happen to make that happen, to support it, to take you to this level you want to get to. As I, I think it's important to remember you can't get to that next level without a plan and support. And it's not just a marketing plan. It's like an accounting plan and a, a, a yearly plan, a five-year plan and all these other things that go into business. So it's really understanding. We just get, I'm getting business fatigue just talking about all this stuff that we've got to do. So <laughs> online marketing fatigue is, is a thing. Diagnosing it right now. If you've got it, <laughs> okay, we're here to help. <laughs> so, how how would you? What are your kind of final thoughts? Like, what are some steps? Like a list. Like, if you had to give mm-hmm. someone like a five point list or something of mm-hmm. like how to overcome the fatigue, what would it be? Mm-hmm. For sure. So again, start small. Right. Pick pick the platform that you already spend time on that you feel comfortable on. And, and just start there, right? Create a, create a plan, right? Give yourself, I, I like to say, call some rules, like give yourself some rules. Make and a platform, make a plan. Make a platform. Rules, okay. Rules, mm-hmm. And then don't be afraid to ask for help, right? If you really are struggling to stick to your plan, if you're really feeling out of your wheelhouse, yeah, ain't no shame in the help game, right? Find someone to help you, find some support. And, you know, that doesn't mean that this is the person who's supporting, you know, this doesn't mean you're paying thousands of dollars a month, month after month after month for now until forever, right? Like maybe it's just a coach or someone who's giving you some strategy, or maybe you are in a position where you can just have someone take care of all of it for you, you know, and just you, all of you fancy people who have offices, you've got office managers and staff, like you could totally ask them for help. And if it's just something that they're not into, because they're also so busy, you've got resources with like your local networking groups. You have resources like this podcast, you have resources like Melissa and myself. So do it. I'm going to add a fifth point to Melissa's list, which is don't be afraid to try things because they might not work. Mm, Great one. You know, because there's, there's just, you never know. What was it? Oh, it was the, it was this recent thing. It was like the sexy dentist. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) like randomest thing ever. And, and don't get me wrong. Like, yes, he's an attractive man, but it was just, it was this guy having like his office manager was like, Hey, do the Kiki, do you love me song to it? And it just like took off and it was so random. Like he was on like the today show. Like it was crazy. But if you follow, if you keep following him, he's still doing it. Like he does these little like dances, like for days of the week or whatever Moody's in. And you can tell when you watch him, that he's like really uncomfortable doing it. But then, like, I know I have to do this because 
I have to kind of like keep the the virality going. And this is like what I'm known for now. Now I'm the sexy dancing dentist, you know? <laughs> and so it's just, so, I mean, have fun with it. Like be open to be open to, because you never know when you'll find something that'll work. Hopefully not like nationally like that. If you're like, really like, ah, but at least like in like your local community or something like that. Well, and I think there's, there's just kind of like this little golden rule, right? I think of social media, if you are always being authentic and true and real, people will be drawn to you, right? Like people don't want everything to look perfect and staged and this and that. So if you're feeling caught up in some of that perfectionism, or I don't really know what to post, or someone's going to think this is stupid, or I don't really know what to say. Those are probably all the things that you should be saying and doing, because those are the things that people are going to say, oh, now I'm getting to know you. People work with people they know, like, and trust, know, like, and trust. If you are always presenting this vanilla front onto social media, that's exactly what you're going to get back. You're just going to get nothing, right? Let people see who you really are. And then they're drawn to you. They remember you. And now they want to come and do business with you which means give you money. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's even just like build that relationship Mm because again, you got to think like your closest friendships, like your closest, all the good things, like with people, it comes from those authentic relationships, being vulnerable, being real. And I'm not saying you need to like give like your deepest, darkest life secrets online, but just be yourself. Like be like, for me, a big part of my brand is just being this like hot mess work at home mom who's an air force wife, who's just figuring it out along the role along with everybody else, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, but I know what I'm good at. I know what I like to do. And so that's what I, I, I talk about and I post about, and I, I've even tried been uh, trying to figure out how to challenge myself to be more honest about like what I've been dealing with. And I think you guys can do that too. So I don't know if by challenging you guys to be more vulnerable and real online, just adds to your fatigue, but it is something to still consider when you're putting together that plan. So I think to kind of recap Melissa's list, we had just pick one thing. Like if you're overwhelmed with all the stuff that you have to do, pick one thing that you want to do that you're comfortable with. It doesn't have to be a social media platform. It just, it can be email, it can be SEO. Just pick one thing and get really good at it. Like figure it out and try and get better at it. Like every week, you know, and even as every day, every week work on it. Number two is have, I have a plan, right? Is that what we said? Have a plan. Number three was what is your goal? I'm sorry. Have your rules. Rules. Set the rules, the foundation, Mm -hmm. like what you needed to do, how often you want to do something, all that. Number four was get support if you need it, get support if you need it. And then our bonus five tip is don't be afraid to try something because it might not work. Mm-hmm. So have fun guys. Have fun with your marketing. Absolutely. Marketing should be fun. Not yeah. boring, right? <laughs> yeah. Remember you're only boring in your own mind and through this podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Melissa. So uh, my, my last question that I like to ask everybody is what is your favorite quote that you can leave our listeners with to inspire them? to go forward and do marketing greatness. You know, one of my favorite quotes that I always love, and I think could be applicable here too, is um, in order to become a butterfly, one must want to fly so badly that they're willing to give up being a caterpillar, 
right? Like you have to try new things. You have to spread your wings. You have to get out of your comfort zone. And I think that's, that's definitely going to be the ticket for a lot of business owners in terms of online and marketing and social media is you've got to really kind of step out of your comfort zone and say, okay, I'm, I'm going for this, you know, and like you said, don't be afraid to try, go for it and don't be scared and and branch out because you're never going to get to see where it can take you until you try it. Awesome. All right, Melissa, where's one place online that people can connect with you and just get all your goodness. Yep. You can check out my website. It's Melissa V as in Victor Morris.com. Awesome guys. And we'll make sure to include the link and all of her social stuff in the show notes. Melissa, thank you so much for helping us. We saw our way into not being stressed out about our marketing or our online marketing. I think it's very important. It's something that we definitely all struggle with. So hopefully this was helpful for everyone listening. And thank you again so much for your time. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast was presented by All in One Social Media.